Thank you for listening to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Sign up to our Patreon to receive bonus content, live streams and our weekly newsletter with money off books and museum visits as well. Plus early access to all live show tickets. That's patreon.com slash we have ways. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Achtung, achtung. Welcome to We Have Ways of Making You Talk with me, Al Murray, and of course, James Holland, the Second World War podcast for all your podcast needs. And uh, it's a bit special today, isn't it, Jim? Because uh, yeah, look where we are. Well, first we're, of all, we're you're... in the ultra cool Spotify studio. I know. I, I feel achingly unhip. Yeah, <laughs> give me the same. It's so cool, you can't actually recognise it's the building. So yeah, that's you walk right. past it. It's like sort of going to MI6 headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably the only person in here in a Luftwaffe flying jacket, though, Jim. I thought it was a strong look. <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very strong look amongst these... <laughs> and bold. Hip people, hip people in yeah, here. Yeah, it's full it? of hip people, isn't it's it? They're people. all young, they're all cool, and, yeah. and you didn't quite have the full face scan, but there's a lot of security <laughs> and, and flashing lights and stuff, <laughs> and cards. Um, uh, how was your weekend? Well, actually, I quite enjoyed it. Um uh, I was sort of recovering from my um, my epic walk last week. Yeah, and amazing. How much? Do you know how much money you raised? Yeah, yeah, over ten thousand quid from two hundred and sixty different people Bloody donated. Hell. It's absolutely unbelievable. Lots of people from the um, uh, who, who listen to the pod yep. um, have donated, for which just uh, I am overwhelmed with gratitude and yeah. and just overwhelmed by how many people responded to it. It was just extraordinary. It's incredible, though. I mean, and- um, particularly since you know it's for for quite specifically cricket, not yeah. not people with Anything- rare cancer yeah, or yeah, yeah. Um, Yazidis and, or. Um, and what was your what was your um, uh, game plan? Did you just keep buggering on. Yeah, press on. I, I, I just the thoughts of Guy Gibson obviously motivated me a lot. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I was with my great mate Rob Gallimore, who's f- former Welsh guards. And actually, I tell you what, we should get him on one of these days. He told me the whole. I mean, all of his stories about on his second tour of of Afghanistan. Yeah, when he was in a kind of slightly. Um, Rogue's not the right way. They were, were they were on a sort of reconnaissance company attached to the US Marine Corps. So in his company, he was Welsh Guards, but he had some Welsh Guards. He had, it, they were all volunteers. Yeah. So they were a mishmash company from different infantry units. Right. Plus he had some ANA, some Afghans. Right. And his kind of immediate bosses were the US Marine Corps. And they were doing sort of marauding operations on, on Taliban poppy fields. Blimey. In southern Helmand. And it was just amazing listening to... What, going around looking for a fight? Kind of. <laughs> it was it was oh. quite amazing. Oh, great. Brilliant. Well, we, we, and, 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 and I thought every so often, and, and I was quite intrigued about it because I was interested in his approach to approach to battle, but but yeah. but how he dealt with it, about fear, about losing men, yeah. about your own personal risk. Yeah. All of which was incredibly relevant for, you know, what we're what we're doing when we look at the Second World War. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought how how fascinating. Well, so he's an infantry infantryman, right? Infantry officer. 
Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he was so, the officer. So the what's Arch. the difference? You know, well, quite. This is my point. So, Apart so from... it was fascinating. And there he is. You know, he's kind of sort of a couple of years younger than me. Yeah, and um, us. And he's, um, you know, he's. It, it was just fascinating to get his perspective. And I thought, actually, if we can get it, if we can, if he's up for it, he now teaches history at Taunton School, right? Um, and loves his history. And, and I was saying to him, you know, we were talking about the influence of history and past when you're yeah. doing all that stuff. And yeah. he said, you know, if I didn't have kind of, you know, Gordon and, and T. Lawrence in the back of my mind, I'd yeah. be lying. Right. God, he said, amazing. you just do. He said, Ted, you know, you're kind of careering around in these women. Well, maybe I should Loaded get... to the hilts and you, you go a bit native and kind of grow the beard and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it was just fat. It was so, so interesting. Well, maybe I should get him to read my book and then ask him what he thinks of it. Well, yeah, but if you then that just do be... infantry, you know, maybe you go rogue and do a, yeah. a, a non... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, he's yeah, fascinating. Yeah. I thought it's, I think actually our listeners would I'd certainly well, be interested to talk about it a bit more because he was fascinating about it. And you know, how do you deal with kind of losing guys and well, you know, how your do own you deal with it? Yeah. Well, he was really, really interesting about well, it. Well, well, then we. Let, and I won't tell you any more. Yes, we, let's, but I will let's just tell you that. one thing. One, one thing he did have to do was if you're in the guards, there was a thing that if a guardsman was killed, yeah, a guards officer had to go and tell the parents, mano really? mano, wow. that, that that it had happened. And so he was—he just got back, and he had to go round. And, do and the he rounds. had to go round. God bloody hell! And and that experience was oh my god! I mean, he's That's actually written about. I think he's. I mean, I think eventually he's going to get all this down in a book. Yeah. I really hope he does because he talks about it so articulately. Yeah. But I, I, he'd written about that experience, and it's absolutely gut wrenching. God. Well, 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 well. Let's get let's get let's get him on then. Let's well, I think that'd be great if him. I can persuade him. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, the long short of it was yeah. I was then at then Duxford. You were at Duxford. I was yeah. at Duxford, and and it was fantastic because it was a very small air show for compared to you know the old flying legends of old and yeah. some of the shows they have later on in the year. But it was a really good one, and they had a P forty seven Thunderbolt. Did which they? I haven't seen for a little while. Who's is that? Don't know. Because I didn't it was even know there amazing. were any. Not, certainly not in not in Europe. At yeah, least. God. So, I mean, you know, you, you, everyone talks about the roar of the Merlin, the, the yeah. sigh of the Merlin, yeah, and all that yeah, kind what? of stuff. But what about the guttural roar of the Pratt and Whitney? I mean, <laughs> it's it's a beast, and it's a very beautiful aircraft to watch in the air. Really, it looks, you know, it looks a you know, it's it's this sort of horrible, great kind of seven ton. Yeah. Don't don't do radials. You know, yeah. I'm not interested in those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but 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 in the air because it's got elliptical wings, does it look big? Yeah, but but in the air, it's just so agile. It's incredible. And it's got this big, throaty roar, which makes you think, oh, I bet the typhoon sounded a bit more like that. Yeah, the typhoon... Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe we will in our lifetime. One, one day, one sun, sunny day. Who knows? But, but it was fantastic to see it. Yeah, oh, and I bumped in very briefly to John Romain, who runs yep. the aircraft Mark. restoration company. Yep. Yeah, um, he's a good chap. He was flying the um, the PR Spitfire Nine. Yeah, uh, which is just such a beautiful. Machine. He took me up the first time I went up in a space. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, he's such a lovely bloke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he was flying the Bouchon, but I, you know, wasn't really interested in that. Yeah, not interested in the Bouchon. That's no, yeah, not, not real. That's no, not real. Um, uh, uh, how about you? You had the rehearsals going on. No, um, you haven't started no, rehearsals we start yet. rehearsals next week. But spit, spit it. We, Lines? Locked, we, we, we locked, as they say, spitting image on Friday night. So the two weeks is over? Uh, yeah. So we're, we're up and running properly. And I. Um, some ads in- everywhere. Uh, yes, ads everywhere. Some independent company went last week and gr- enjoyed it greatly. I think, um, Good. which is nice. Uh, and I've met uh, and I've met podcast people everywhere this weekend. Absolutely, wherever I've been, bumping yeah, into me them. Me too. It's been great. Coming up, you know, they. Uh, I was at a village fair on uh, in Surrey on or East Sussex on uh, Saturday, and mm-hmm. two or three independent company people. One one who even knew his number. You know, 
Wow. Uh, 809, Stewie. Um, it's uh, all a bit kind of like your, your military number, isn't well, it? Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, he's in the... He's before number 1,000, so he's an early enough adopter. You know, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to respect that, really. Um, but, yeah, I've had a good weekend, and I've been reading that Priests de la Resistance book you recommended. Oh, yeah, it's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Felix Care. Yeah. Well, we've got to talk about that. Yeah, we do, yeah. But not, not today... Yep. Because today That was uh, also recommended by Rob, by the way. Oh really? Well yeah. it's 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 excellent. What we're gonna do today and what what's good is they're they're quite short chapters and it makes you want to go and like, delve a bit more. Well, read the guys bio, read the biographies, you know, that the, the, the essentially the chapters are kind of praises of. Um right, we have a question from Mark Long. Um, hello, We Have Ways Pod. A potential question for James uh, and Al tonight. Uh, we're on the eve of the D-Day anniversary. Could the guys tell us precisely what was happening on both sides of the channel exactly 79 years ago? Cheers, Mark. No. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let him. We should let him into a secret that the, the, the plan is next year to go we'll quite do, large on yeah, D Day. We'll go mad on D Day next year when it's the 18th anniversary. On location. Anniversary. What, what, <laughs> what we thought we'd do instead is look at the 6th of June, 1940. Well, 6th of June. Well, it's round about 6th of June because not a lot happens. <laughs> or 6th of June, or, or, or what's happening. In 1943, in June, um, basically, or the first week or so of June. We're try- trying to look at that. Because, you know, this overlooked year and uh, and the 6th of June, 1944, does, is, that's the glamour date, isn't it? That's, yep. the, that's the Barry show business of Second World War, isn't it? It's one of the big Ds. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is one of the big Ds. So, so uh, now... Uh, where other Ds you... don't count, by the way. Other D-Days don't count. Yeah, where did you find this? Because you, you found this, this is the sort of Dorling Kindersley, brilliant um, history of the Second World War, day by day or week Absolutely by week or something, brilliant. And, and it's a, brilliant. it's just, it's well, so a much thumbed book has right. to be said. So. Well, well, so first of all, on the first of June is absolutely fascinating, isn't it? Half yeah. a million miners go on strike in the US well, in support of a wage claim. Yeah, yeah, most strikes ever in the history of America yeah. up to that point. In 1943, yeah, it's incredible. Isn't Mind it? you, a lot of lot of workers. To be fair, yeah, yeah, but 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 which which is interesting, isn't it? Because after all, that's the that's the other plate that Roosevelt has to keep spinning, isn't it? Yeah. Is the, is but the... that's democracy for you. Yeah, <laughs> there <laughs> is another way. Collective bargaining. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, of course. But also on the first of first uh, of June, because um, because the, the other thing is, it's the thing we keep having to come back to is it's, this is global. Isn't it? It's yeah. a global conflict. So um... actually, have I ever told you my Paddy Barfrot story? No, go on. Okay, so so there's a lovely, lovely fellow called Alan Curtis. He's a great friend too. That he was the only non-flying, apart from the secretaries, member of the Battle of Britain Fighter Association. All the right. fighter pilots loved him. He's a real kind of mover and shaker. Yeah. He was also very into the airborne stuff as well. So he was great pals of John Waddy and the likes. Yeah. Anyway, Alan Curtis's favourite pub is the Horseshoe, Epsbourne Wake. Yeah. yeah my my sort of local, and. Um, we used to quite often have lunch there. And anyway, one day he said, James, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring over Paddy Barfrop. I'm, I'm, you know, he's very keen to meet you and I'm sure you're keen, keen to meet him. I'm sure mm-hmm. Paddy Barfrop wasn't slightly bit interested yeah. in me, but that's yeah. the kind of charming fellow Alan Curtis was. So anyway, so we, we sat there and there was a kind of several ladies in the room having lunch. It's quite a sort of tight little front room where you have your, have your lunch and mm. there's all the kind of pub trimmings all around the edges and everything. Yeah. Anyway, Paddy sort of looked like Michael Foote circa kind of 1980. So mad white hair, yeah. glasses. Yeah. Really dishevelled, but had been this sort of legendary fighter pilot in the Second, second World War and not yep. least in the Battle of Britain. Anyway, he was going, effing blam, effing this, effing everything else, and complaining about it. And um, and I was sort of saying, well, you know, you know, at least we're kind of democracy. He was going, effing democracy! Rah, rah, rah. And I said, well, what else would you have then? He looked up and he went, fascism? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
But you know, uh, when you're kind of 94, generation. you could yeah, yeah. say what you like. You say what you like. Um, uh, so, what else happens on the first first of June, 43? Um, uh, the sloop HMS Starling and an RF uh, Liberator E120 each sink a U-boat in separate actions. Well, that's something. Well, a two two in a day is that that's. I mean, actually, an RF liber- Liberator is that a VLR? I mean, very long range. You know, they're they're I starting to so. increase numbers. I expect so, and that, I mean. Two in a day. That's but also interesting that you're talking about sloops yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, this dis- is corvettes and sloops, the smaller, smaller yeah. escort ships and warships. But that's properly disastrous for the Germans. Two, two U-boats in a day. It's not it? good. It's not good. I mean, how many are they operating in the Atlantic at this point? Mm, about hundred. Right. So but, seventy so you, to hundred, something okay. like that. So if you're losing a couple a day. Yeah, that I mean, you know, this is an interesting time, isn't it, June? This is this is just after the second happy time. Yeah. Um, they're just moving. Well, they're moving back, aren't they, into the Mid Atlantic? Yeah. To exploit the Mid Atlantic yeah. air gap at yeah. this particular point. Yeah. So there is this shift in the Battle of the Atlantic in the mid midsummer of 1942. Yeah. Typically, it's a kind of harder time for 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 the U boats in the high summer because yeah. there's less darkness and it's yeah, obviously yeah, much yeah. easier to attack in darkness and, than it is in night. And long days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all the rest of it. But it tells you two things. First of all, how many smaller ships, not destroyers, yeah. warships, are being used? Yeah. That's that's indicative of that. And secondly, you know, liberators, you know, they're VLR if they're operating. Yeah. Almost certainly if they're operating over, yeah. well, over and the, by the Atlantic. This, by this point, um, uh, it's been ironed out and Coastal Command have been given the aircraft they need because there's, there's yes. that terrible, and, and, terrible arm wrestle about, yeah. about four-engine aircraft, basically, isn't it, to, yep. to be given to Coastal Command yep. because Harris wants them all. Of course and, he does. And, and what Harris wants, Harris gets because he has portal support and the Air Ministry are tilted to the strategic bombing campaign. Was in fact, actually, if you think about, if you do if you, if you you do believe the Battle of the Atlantic is the most important campaign in the Second World War. I do. Well, well, or if what, or if, well, or if one does, yeah. why wouldn't you yeah. sign over these uh, 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 liberators yep. uh, uh, sooner rather than later? And yeah, there, yeah. There is a tussle about this, isn't there? And, yeah. And it... And it and it takes its time. Well, there's to always a tussle. Well, there's always a, yeah, it doesn't obviously. matter how plentiful you are. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a tussle over. Do yeah. you know? Do you sell, send landing craft to the Pacific, or do you send yeah. them to to keep them in the Mediterranean? Well, or I mean, you uh, or, or, or or there's literally a tussle over absolutely everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be plenty, but you've never got enough to do what you want because yeah. the more you have, them, the quicker you want to Get it deliver done. victory. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so so even if you had double the amount of kit, it still wouldn't be enough. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Although, if you, yeah. If you had double the amount of quick kit in 1943, it would be over by 1944. But there you go. That's the mm. these are these are all the arcs of arcs of production catching up with each other. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and that idea that that notion that the Allies are basically always kind of <clears throat> nine months behind. Yeah, yeah. You know, they reach exceeds their grasp in that in that in that sense. Okay, and what else is happening? Um, Allied Allies raid Japan's forces in China. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so Chinese and American airmen flying B-24s claimed a record 20 Japanese fighters yesterday in a 15-minute dogfight as they bombed Japanese forces at Ai Chang for the second time in 72 hours. Well, I mean, the, you know, the the, the uh, Imperial Japanese Army Air Force is, is, you know, very much on a downward tilt by this point <laughs> and, <are> never, and <laughs> also, frankly, had never been as good as the, Navy. as, as the Navy's and the Navy's is also, I mean... You know the the the, the glory years of of yeah. the Imperial Japanese Navy Air Force is yeah. forty one gets gets never recovers from midway. Right. I would say yeah 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 they they, they they just 
Well, and the, just the pressure they're under on all, all well, sides. Well, also, you know, the thing, the thing is, I mean, this is, goes back to the point about the zero. I mean, the zero is a fantastic plane if you've got 500 hours in your logbook, but it isn't mm. if you've only got 120. Mm. Well, and it, and if... If, well, because its shortcomings, but yeah. shortcomings are more obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not its strengths. That's yeah. the, that's the point. But also, but also, it's not being it's not being updated in the way that uh, you know better better American airframes and and American pilots have that. Like you say, they do have the hours as well. Yeah. Uh, so the well, their their hours are going up as as yeah. Japanese hours yeah. are going yeah. down. But yeah. I mean, and the aircraft are better. You know, in 1939, if you're a Japanese pilot or 1940 for example you wouldn't join your frontline squadron unless you you know you are the best of the best yeah and, and you had 500 hours yeah you know so of course you can make a zero sing for you yeah yeah and there's another raid to halt the japanese advance in hunan where 24 u.s fighters and bombers attack a supply base at yochao on the northeast side of tung ting lake destroying a train and killing 200 people so I mean, this is interesting, isn't it? Because Chinese and American airmen, what does that What does that mean, you know, uh, in this context? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, this was a great plan. This is the yeah. whole point of, of, yeah. of FDR's, Franklin yeah. Roosevelt's, pumping so much supplies into into China. Yeah. It, it's so that they can use China as air bases as much as anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Opposite, you know, train well, up, and, and they, train up the Chinese. Yeah. Operate alongside them. Well, the the plan is to put B twenty nines, isn't it, into yeah. China, which they give up on in the end. But yeah. but they are they are very much looking at, they are very much looking at doing that. Um, right. Okay. Uh, so, but also Chinese troops recapture Nanshin. Yeah. So that air operation is in support of that ground operation by yeah. the Chinese nationalists. Yeah. I mean. Whoever knew that the Chinese were actually winning stuff against Japan in China in nineteen forty three? Well, I mean. Yeah, I mean, this is this is it, isn't it? Is that the Japanese are under all sorts of pressure? Even though, I mean, June forty three in Burma, the British are st- British are still <laughs> all over the place, aren't they? You've yeah. you've had the you've had the Arakan offensive, and you've had the Chindit first Chindit expedition in forty three, and they're, so they're really not getting anywhere. No, in in forty three. So it's interesting to hear that the Chinese are the Chinese are effective against the Japanese at this same time. But then the you know the Japanese have overdone it, haven't they? They've in a, in a very very big way. I mean, the other thing that is really interesting um, that happens on the third of third of June is yeah. resistance workers destroy three hundred tons of tires at the Michelin tire plant at Clermont-Ferrand. Yeah, uh, and that's really interesting because this is the fruits of Jean Moulin's work starting yeah. to yeah to see the light of day. I mean, yeah. he's he's only got a month to live at this point. Yeah, uh, or not much more than that because he gets captured, isn't he, on the twenty twenty first of mm. June? I think it is. Yeah, I mean, um, three hundred tons of tires. How many? How many tires is that? That's well, it's a lot. And the rubber, of course, yeah. is one thing that the Germans don't have yeah, very yeah, much of. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, they have to make it synthetically. But you've, jumped, you've jumped ahead to the third there, Jim. We haven't done the second of June yet. Oh yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll go back. That's terrible. That's all right. So on the second of June, um, uh, the Luftwaffe attacks Soviet positions at Kursk. Yep. Um, uh, and. There's a claim about Russians. The Soviets claim 162. Yeah, I'm sure they shot down 162. Yeah, not. I mean the the the, the numbers at Kursk and uh, Ben Wheatley's book that he yeah, just yeah. put he's ju- that's just come out. Yeah, is all about how the sums down. Ben's coming to We Have Ways Fest. Yeah, yeah, brilliant to talk I mean, about all this. If anyone's going to know about, I'm, I'm literally going. We're going to put him on the stage. Get his slides, get his stickers, press so, the go button. Exactly, because because his... so Ben Ben, um, this was the biggest tank battle in history, wasn't it, Ben? No. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I mean, the thing is, it all. I mean, and Roman Topple's work on this is also is is you know, 
it's this idea of a knocked out tank also. Yep. What does that mean? And how quickly is it recycled? Because that's the other thing Ben's really looked at is it's the repair records. Yeah. How quickly, you know, a knocked out Mark IV, what does that mean? Yeah. How quickly is it turned around? How quickly is it yep. repaired? How quickly is it back in the Well, line? that's the whole point about, about Goodwood, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But and the, but the Germans get, obviously, because they're, because the if anyone's doing make, do and mend during the Second World War, it's the Germans. The Germans, are, they get really good at this. They get, particularly on the Eastern Front, they get really good at recycling their armour when it's damaged or even when it's yep. knocked out. They get slick at it because they've got no option. Yeah, and but and, also for the most part, up until that point, they're going forward. It's and much going, easier to do that when yeah, you're going yeah, yeah, forward. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The numbers for Kursk do not add up. No, by any stretch of the imagination. No, um, the, 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 the 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 or the Soviet numbers claims of <laughs> Russian. Do they in any facet of life? Well, but this is but this is what's so interesting, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, you know, and, and Ben's concentrated on one battle on the Kursk confrontation. Mm. Someone's going to have to comb through the the whole thing at some point, aren't they? Yeah. And actually get to the root of what's really what's really gone on, and because then present their findings to Putin. Exactly, exactly. By the way, boss, but, but it, it just it raises so it raises so many questions. I mean, it raises questions about German tactical effectiveness as well, and all that. Because after all, the Germans spent the Germans spent the decades following the war. The German army army people said well well you know we're the only people who know how to beat the russians well yeah but you but also you lost, lost. <laughs> so quite badly quite but really quite badly so how do you how do you square all this up with the well, clearly there's a big there's a big problem with the russian russian account of events yep. so there's obviously got to be a big problem with the german account of events yep. so what really happened yep. and i think i mean i can't wait to see ben talk about that because it because because Kursk, after all, it is the it is the biggest tank battle of all time, and, and I'm using uh, scare quote marks for that. Yeah. What was it then? What really happened? Yeah, yeah, and, it's absolutely and, amazing. And also the the fact that the fact that Hitler Hitler like like turns off the tap for Kursk because of Sicily, and the, and and you know that's not a thing the 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 Soviet interpretation ever would like to talk about. He he, he gives up because he's being. Soundly trounced, and they've destroyed thousands of German tanks yeah, yeah. that don't exist. So there's so, much from that. I mean, the interesting thing about that, the Luftwaffe raiders, is I've just been reading a diary by Arnold um, Döring, yeah, who's a KG fifty three Heinkel one hundred and eleven bomber in nineteen forty one forty two, and I think we should do a whole we can do a whole episode on that because it's it's fascinating. But the Soviet air effort is really interesting because although they have lots of fighters and they've got Bibi Hartman yeah. doing his yeah. stuff and getting his three hundred seventy five victories and stuff. It really is a proper tactical air force yep. that's operating there with occasional forays into strategic air force. So, yeah. so one minute Döring's going off and bombing Moscow, yeah. not very convincingly, but yeah. 90% of the time he's doing ground operations, albeit yeah. in a hind call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are so close to the ground that they're hosing, hosing targets with machine guns and cannons and stuff on their, on their, on their hind call. It's, it's fascinating it's because it, it though, is... It? Well, it is, but it's also... It's also just, it's such an eye-opener that, that the air war on the Eastern Front is so completely different yeah. for, for the Luftwaffe yeah. than just about any other war. Yeah, yeah. But that's because that there is, there's no Soviet strategic air threat, is there? So you're not, you've not got to put no, up... No, they've to only got up, a tactical air force exactly, as well. You've got, not got to put up fighter defence, whereas, you know, the, 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 the Western allies are operating tactically and but, yeah, strategically and yes absolutely and coastally yeah uh, you know that they're, they're they're spinning they are literally i mean i've 
already talked about spinning plates earlier, but they're spinning all the all the air plates yep. available in a way that in a way that that the and doing you know uh, the strategic fighter escort yeah. is to come. So so that the, they're actually doing they're doing more air wise than than the Soviets could dream of doing. Right. Well, that's the we got to the sec, we have got halfway through the second of June. Or it's time for us to take a break. <laughs> Usual thing. Will we ever get to six? We'll still be hovering on, on the 4th, 5th by the time we finish. <laughs> we'll see you in a moment. I'm Anthony Scaramucci, former White House Director of Communications and Wall Street financier. And I'm Katty Kay, US Special Correspondent for BBC Studios. I've been covering American politics for almost three decades. Welcome to The Rest is Politics US, brought to you by Goalhanger. Go on, tell us, were those donations you made, like Obama in 2008, was that idealism? Were you hoping to get something out of these campaigns that would serve your own business interests, for example? So I think this will either make this podcast incredibly successful, Caddy, <laughs> or people will be horrified and they'll shut it off right now because I'm going to be very real with you. The Obama donation, I had gone to law school with President Obama. We were not classmates. I was a few years ahead of him. It was 2007. He was then Senator Obama. I had a check in my breast pocket. I went over to the senator. I said, Senator, I said, you and I didn't really know each other in law school, but I'm about to hand you a big check. Can I lie to my friends and tell them that you and I knew each other in law school? <laughs> well, Obama looks at me, had the best smile in American politics since Jack Kennedy. Forever. Yeah. He lights up. He looks at me and says, I'll tell you what, if you double the amount of the check, we'll take it back to Hawaii. Okay. And I looked at him. I said, you're done. I had another check in my pocket. I ripped it up. I doubled the amount of the check. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've been to more White House Christmas parties during the Obama administration than the Trump administration. In this pivotal year for the United States, democracy and world affairs, Britain's biggest podcast, The Rest is Politics, is launching stateside. Uncovering secrets from inside the Biden and Trump inner circles and how they shape the world's most important economy, but also the global economy too. New episodes are released every Friday morning. Just search The Rest is Politics US wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. We're trying to get to the 6th of June, 1943. We're stuck on the 2nd. Um, oh, 2nd uh, second of, second of June, still there. Yep. British destroyed Jervis and the Greek ship yep. Vasilisa Olga attack an Italian convoy sinking the torpedo boat Castore and two merchants. Now, the Jervis is a really, really, that, that's, um, that's Captain Mack. Yeah. He's one of the cool dudes. Um. He's an incredible guy. He might have actually handed over command of it by that point, but he's yeah. an absolutely amazing destroyer captain, flotilla captain, yeah. who actually gets killed, I think, in July 1943. Right, okay. In a plane crash. Right. And the Vasilisa Olga, so that's the Greek, that's the Greek Navy yeah. uh, in concert with the, with the British, with the Royal Navy. Yep. Um, Brassing up the Italians. Yeah, uh, that's interesting, isn't it? I mean, uh, I mean, uh, incredible number of navies fly, uh, operating alongside the British. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, not 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 talking about about Duke forces. No, no, no. You know, this, Norwegians, Norwegians, everybody. Poles, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, Polish yeah, submarines yeah, operating yeah, with yeah. Tenth, submarine flotilla in Malta, yeah, for example. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is by this stage, the the Med belongs to the to the Allies, doesn't it? So yes, if you're if you're an Italian convoy, you're in you, you're in trouble. You, you forget it, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, the day, but the same day in Rome, um, at the 
Pope Pius XII appeals to the warring nations to observe the laws of humanity in air, air warfare. I mean, talk about... Yeah, whatever. Talk, that's exactly what I was going <laughs> <laughs> I mean, talk about bolting the gate. After. Long after the horse. Yeah. I mean, the horse is trampled. Also, what does that mean? I mean, I, well, it doesn't mean anything, does it? No. It means... Um, and also, what's happening in Italian politics? Who's leaning on the Who's leaning on the Pope? Who's the Pope being lent on? Who does he think's listening? Uh, it, uh, it's. I mean, obviously, he's not in a great position anyway. So um, now, the third of June, um, uh, there's lots going on. Um, yep. uh, film star Leslie Howard is shot down by the Germans. Yep, over the Bay of Biscay, isn't he? Uh, yeah, that's right. And he's a he's a big he's a big. Um, Movie star, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he's gone massive. with the wind. He's gone with the wind. He's gone with the say. wind. Yeah. First of the few. Yeah. He's a he massive plays star. Mitchell. Yeah. He's a massive star. And the, uh, w- what's he doing in a in a plane over the Bay of Biscay anyway? Well, he's he gone out and saying the troops, hasn't he, in, in North Africa, in Tunis. That's terrible, isn't it? And then he, you know, hop, you, you hop to Jib. Yeah. Take off from Jib. If you survive taking off there, which yep. you're doing quite well. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Enemy air, last message, radio message was enemy aircraft attacking us. Mm. What was he in? I don't know, being a Dakota or, or a Sterling or something, something maybe. Like that, yeah. yeah, being a passengerized Sterling because they've they've done the they've done those great uh, b- before um, uh, Sicily. They've done those great glider tugs down down to North Africa, haven't they? So Sterlings yeah. are being repurposed at this point. Um, uh, uh, he uh, was, I mean, yes, I mean, everyone was absolutely shocked by that. But again, it just just. Shows you that in the Second World War, no one's safe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no one's safe. And also, just it's you know, it's indicative of the vast number of people that are killed in. He in was flying. On, he was on BAOC flight seven seven seven, which was a KLM BAOC flight, and it was it was a Dakota, mm. and he was shot down by a Ju eighty eight. Yep, maritime fighter aircraft. Yep, off uh, uh, Chadira. Amazing, though, isn't it that the. Um, the Navy never had their own fleet air, hmm. air arm. Yeah, the, the, well, the, Ger- the Germans. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. That's because Goering wouldn't let it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's obviously after all. Yeah, but then you then but then I mean it's interesting that isn't it because then I'm sure he could have made himself an admiral. As yeah, well. but then there's no inter-service rivalry, is there? <laughs> Where's the fun in that? <laughs> if you're, well, you're, yeah. I mean, Where's the fun in not having inter? Well, 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 exactly. But you know, uh, uh, airborne soldiers, the Falschenbieger are part of the Luftwaffe. Yeah. The coastal part of the Luftwaffe, it's all under one roof. Yeah, you're not going to have any dis- any of those inconvenient army air force disputes. I like, so. I mean, but it also maybe means that you're not you're not operating in cahoots with the naval forces yeah, but, either. But maybe, yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> there's no there's no good way of doing any of this though, is there? The no, truth. not really. <laughs> That's the bottom line. <laughs> yes, it's Oberleutnant Herbert Hintzer of uh, Steffel Kapitän of 14 Steffel V Kampfkavschade 40 based in Bordeaux, sh- shot down the DC-3 because they recognised it as an e- enemy aircraft. Fine. And they said his pilots were angry that they'd not been told it was a scheduled flight. Um, they would have escorted the DC-3 to Bordeaux, captured it and all aboard, blah, 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 which is interesting. Mm. And the uh, Royal Australian Air Force Sunderland went out the next day and found the wreckage on the sea, uh, went to have a look. Extraordinary. Quite a high-risk operation itself, I'm Yeah, sure. yeah, 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 mm. yeah. And I mean, I've been on. Obviously, I've been on. So this may all be complete bullshit. But I've been on Wikipedia just to look at this. Apparently, his Howard's death was published in the same issue of the Times that reported the death of Major William Martin, and we know who he is. Yes, Mister Mincemeat. Yeah, absolutely. So that the the 
Howard's death alongside the bogus death of the, the man who never was. Fascinating, isn't it? Oh, right. So they're trying to make sure that, 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 so, so that oh, Martin in... was on that flight. No, no, they they just announced his death. Oh, right, okay. They yeah. weren't claiming yeah, yeah, he was on. No, they weren't claiming. No, no, okay. no, no. But 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 that's the same day in the paper. So there's two sort of two uh, celebrated, as it were, deaths in the in in the paper. Oh, fascinating, isn't it? I mean, so also interesting French new developments on the third yes. of June. So well, this, this is, is the... all this is all really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, because this this again is this is all to do with Jean Moulin. This is yep. you know Jean Moulin has come over to England and. First in um, back in nineteen forty one, gone out to nineteen forty two, come back again, then gone back out again yep. in early nineteen forty three. Yep. Uh, and he has, although he is very very left leaning, he has put his flag to the mast of General de Gaulle. Yeah, General de Gaulle has created the French Committee of National Liberation, so yep. they're no longer just the Free French. Yes, the Free French have now become the Fighting French, which is the armoured wi- arm it's, wing. It's... Just fascinating, all these. But they're still just called the free. Still French, called the free French. But, but they're sort of not actually. They are. But they changes. aren't. If you sort of. Yeah. Mean. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah. So the, the so then there is a, a, a kind of a power grab between um, General de Gaulle yeah. and Giraud, General Giraud, who yeah. is who has been kind of basically promoted, particularly by the Americans, because they yeah. they they Roosevelt especially is very very suspicious of yeah. of de Gaulle, but actually. De Gaulle very much comes out on top on this, but that's because de, is that because De Gaulle sort of has an imperialist flavour. He 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 very much regards French France as an empire as much mm-hmm. as anything else, and the Americans are the Americans are down on that. They've also tried to de- deal with Vichy, haven't they? They they've tried they've tried to sort of find a way through Vichy. They've they've all their all their plans in um, Morocco been disrupted by. The French blow free the the Vichy French blowing hot and cold, haven't they? Yeah. So the Americans the Americans have been trying to sort of ride two horses, haven't they? Yes. And they uh, uh, and obviously the, the Vichy also sees itself as France as an imperial power. Yes. Uh, and all the so much of the French politics is contextualised through this idea that France is an imperium and that and that protect you know what de Gaulle's going to do is go to the French Empire and reclaim France from the Empire, isn't he? Right. As an an expression of France's greatness is that yes. it has an empire that can liberate France from the Germans, whatever. And the Vichy French are also seeing the empire as their resource and their fiefdom. Yep. So, to, to, uh, and, you know, we tend to think of it as France rather than, you know, just as just as Britain alone uh, isn't really a thing, as we've talked about an awful lot in this podcast, France alone or just France doesn't exist in, in these people's political imaginations, does it, at this no. point? At all. No, except that... that- and right from the word go, not all of of France's um, uh, territories in in Africa, for example, are fishy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Know. So, yeah. Well, Chad and, isn't. Well, well, for exactly. Example. Uh, exactly. Um, and 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 that's that's part of what De Gaulle's been trying to do: sort of claim bits of the empire. That's the whole point of the Dakar raid. Exactly. The Dakar raid is to sort of tip tip the French Empire to France. Yeah. To, to free France. Uh, and obviously, this works works completely with with. Operation Torch in November 1942. Yeah. And that's the whole point of the negotiations with Admiral Darlan. He yeah, is yeah. The, the kind of de facto governor of, of well, no, he just is the, the governor yeah, the of governor, yeah. North, Northwest Africa. But but what they're trying to do before they land is go, look, come on, you know, perfectly well you're going to lose. You can't possibly win this. Come over now. The water's warm. Yeah. And we'll see you right. Yeah. Uh, and he probably gets assassinated, of course. <laughs> and, never never and, trust the Allies. And by, and by whom? Anyway. Um, well, uh, quite. Well, um, for what reason? Okay, so that's the 3rd of June. Um, We're pushing uh, on. Well, also, uh, so yes, the, you've also got, um, the, 
Yes, uh, Japan seizes all shipping on the Upper Yangtze at the end of its rice offensive. Um, clearly uh, uh, an attempt to starve people out. You've got, um, well, let's move on to the 4th of June. Although we've, we're skipping over uh, uh, Admiral Halsey, um, or gives op orders for Operation Toenails. Yeah. We need to ask John McManus about <laughs> Operation Toenails, um, which is the invasion of New Georgia. Yep. Well, don't forget, there's been this big pause in the in the South Pacific yeah, yeah. since the end of Guadalcanal in February, where they're kind of, you know, this is what we've been talking about with Admiral um, with, uh, with Oscar Griswold, oh, with Oscar on, Griswold on, on, on between the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what he's doing. He's come over to take over 14 Corps in in Guadalcanal, and they're kind of building up strength from sort of planning their next operations. Really, yeah, yeah. Um, you've got the Panamanian cargo ship Halmer is sunk by German mines laid by a U-boat off Halifax. Yep. No, uh, Nova, Nova Scotia, Scotia, which is interesting. Got to remember they're using mines as well as as yeah, U-boat yeah. U-boat ambushes or whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. The British submarine. No. Let's move on to the fourth. Let's move on to the fourth. <laughs> um. Al so Giro is appointed uh, commander in chief of the uh, fighting French army on the fourth. The British submarine truculent sinks U three hundred eight off the Faroe Islands. So there's another U-boat. So within 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 three four days. Yep. That's three U-boats have gone to the bottom. Uh, what else is happening on the fourth? Well, let's. Uh, I think we can. We can move on. We can afford to move on to the fifth. Oh, oh, we missed. Jim, I can't believe I missed this. What's that? Back on the first of June, concern over morals as illegitimacy soars. Yeah. The easy girlfriend spread syphilis and gonorrhea, which, unless properly treated, may result in blindness, insanity, paralysis, premature death. We're we're right on my. My patch yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bishop of Birmingham, Dr. Barnes, said that a wide, widespread decline in truthfulness has coincided with an increase in theft and a growth in sexual license. Really? Signs of degeneration. That's, it? That, that's linked, is it? it definitely. Further, further sexualness <laughs> combined with lying. Absolutely. You know, I'd never thought that. Yes, yeah, yeah, so basically, the, what, what you got here is that there's. Sleep a... with me and I promise I'll marry you and give you a really good pension. <laughs> even if I die. Oh, so, you got such big teeth. Well, what you got is the co it's the convocation of Canterbury, where um, you know, and uh, 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 the bishops get together and and they wring their hands at the moral. But also, the, the problem decay. is, it's not. It's, but but Al, it's not just a, a lowering of of self discipline and morals. What else is it? Personal hygiene. It's yes, gone down. That's quite true. Exactly. And uh, uh, the, the Bishop of Rochester, Dr. Chavas, says decent young women say it's unsafe to go out with 11 out of 12 young men who tend to put, look upon young women as potential prostitutes. I mean, the, the, the thing is, young men who are being asked to die probably as virgins. Yeah. That, that's one that, of the that, things. That's, that's a big thing they don't want to do. Yeah, it's one of the things happening here. Anyway, so uh, I, I, I can't believe I missed that. Um <laughs> Uh, but what else is well? Uh, um, when did it go from VD to STD? Well, it's STI now, isn't it? It's not infection. disease; it's an infection. STI, okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I, because in in that in that chapter in the book, I ended up just calling it VD. I thought I, 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 I can't, I can't wrestle with the acronyms. But it's a little bit a little bit like talking about combat fatigue or battle stress, or is that is that we all know what we're talking about, but the name the name has yeah. has changed relentlessly. You know, and and, and no one talked about PTSD. Uh, eight years ago. Anyway, right. Yeah, so, you were making that point on Twitter the other day, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. Yes. Yes, rather robustly. Yeah. I know. I thought, I thought, yeah, don't, don't cross swords of Al on this one. Yeah. June the 5th. Um, uh, we can move on to the 5th, I think, comfortably now. Um, yeah. 
Admiral Yamamoto is given a full state funeral. So when was, when was he shot down? I thought it was April. Is it Operation Vengeance? Yeah, I so think so. He's yeah. shot down by a P-38, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. And then, they, and then all the pilots argue about who did it when they get home. Yeah. <laughs> and when they discovered the wreckage, he was still sat dead straight in his that's number right. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I thought it was, in my head, it's about the 18th of April, 1943, but I may be wrong. Uh, f- uh, the 18th of April, 1943, and you are <laughs> absolutely right. There you go. Did you, how about that, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Yamamoto Isoroku. Um, uh, it's quite a long time then, that's sort of six weeks. Yeah. But I've got to retrieve his body from a wreckage somewhere in... He'd be pongy by the time they fished him out of the jungle, wouldn't he? Yeah. Even though he's sat upright in his, Bit. you know... so that He might still look good, but he's just not... I mean, people... His personal hygiene's really gone dead. <laughs> Oh, that was a cheap, cheap it's joke. Terrible. Um, but 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 basically, but basically, what happens is that the the Americans put a hit on him. Yeah, they absolutely do. Assassinated. I mean, no, no, no. As sure no as General Scott. About it. Yeah. Memorandum of Law, Executive Order twelve three. Maybe that's what the Pope's talking about. Yeah. I oh, know because that was a couple of days earlier, wasn't it? Yes, exactly. So just to prove the point, the Americans really listened. I <laughs> know oh, because that was his funeral. No, it's before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's before. So uh, he gets uh, his. He okay, gets it was his, having a tangle there. He gets his. Uh, State funeral, but yes, they they um uh post mortem says he has two fifty caliber bullet wounds. Ouch, yeah, those fifty cals, you know, they're they're trying to be pretty, yes. And uh, uh but they're so, about to, and, and then the allies in the Mediterranean, the allies are about, about to um Pantelleria, yeah, what's that one called again? What's that? that? It's a brilliant um operational name, I can't remember what was it, but it's we it, got we got to talk on that. At, we have ways yes, as well. We, yes, exactly. It's well, called Corkscrew. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corkscrew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Kate yeah. Brett's doing that. He's she's she's one yeah, of the brilliant. amazing people at Steve Prince's NHB. And we uh, and even better than that, we've a beer called Corkscrew. Yeah, we've got amazing designs by Paul. Yeah, and Paul, Paul has done some absolutely amazing designs. If you came to the festival last year, um, you remember the different beers with different names with, with incredible the incredible um, uh, uh, artwork by Paul. And uh, we, we what have we got this year? We have got Corkscrew. We got. We've basically named it after Avalanche. Op- Avalanche after operations of the of, of um, Haven't we got um, retribution? Is there a husky? I think there might be. There's definitely yeah. a retribution. Isn't yeah, there, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sink, burn, destroy. <laughs> um, that's already happened, boss. Yes, that's happened. <laughs> right. There's more bombing on the fifth of June uh, in Kursk, um, in Argentina. Because after all, let's remember this is a, a global thing. Yep. Uh, there's a there's a coup. And a military hunter. Whoever would have thought that in, uh, in, in South America? Big surprise. Um, uh, um, Dr. Ramon Castillo um, uh, is replaced with General Arturo Rawson. Rawson and Dawson. Rawson and Dawson. I mean, <laughs> I say old chap. Um, uh, he's, uh, uh, and they're basically pro, the army are pro allied. Good. So you've. <laughs> Yeah, democracy can take a walk on this occasion. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, we've got a pro-allied government. <laughs> got real politics. Yeah. So, I mean, so uh, um, General Franco, obviously, having spoken to the Pope, well, maybe, maybe not, pres- proposes no bombing zones in Europe. Yeah. So there's clearly something going on in the Catholic world about bombing, isn't there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, you know, I mean, I guess he knows what he's talking about because... His friendly forces bombed Ganika, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Speaking as an expert, he says, bombing is terrible. Yeah. That's what that comes down to. I mean, look what happened to Ganika. I mean, it was unfortunate. I mean, obviously, (laughs) it's on our side, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he... It's interesting, though, though, because because I always always sort of think of Spain as kind of parked, that they're Mm. not 
that they're staying out of it. Uh, you know, but there is obviously there's stuff going on in this in Spain. There's escape lines. There's you know, what the... we should do. We should absolutely do Spain's war. Yeah. And we're not talking about the Civil War. We're talking about the Second World War. Second World War. What happens what, what, and the nest of spies. And I'd love to do yeah. one on Lisbon and espionage. But also, Wouldn't that be great? Well, it'd be brilliant. But also, but also the fact they're selling raw materials to both sides. You know, there's, there's the yeah. Well, there's, there's also the massive stick and carrot from Britain. Yeah. Which is, you know, you fuck with us, then yeah. the tap yeah. gets turned off. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and and last time I looked, you were all pretty impoverished. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're you're broke because of your civil war, and you can't you can't make you can't make. Yeah, things that make the numbers add up. I mean, I think that 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 would be really, really interesting because I because mm. I do just tend to think of it as parked. Mm. I also know. wanted. I'm very keen on doing the City of Spies one with Lisbon yeah. because yeah, and they and they had the one of the the Gestapo guy was in in Lisbon, wasn't he? In the Das yeah. Boot, yeah, the yes. remake. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a fantastic novel. Oh, oh, I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, it's it's it's. I think we should do one. And there's there's um, what's his name? Alan Thingy, who was the head of MI6 in yeah. Madrid. I don't know. Yeah. We'll look that And Samuel Hoare anyway, and all anyway, that kind yeah, of but stuff. It, it's but, all really, really but, good but stuff. It's re- but, it, but, it's also, but it's also interesting because because they're they're important even though they're absent. Yeah. And their absence is important. You know, right. the, 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 um, and just because it's an, un- like, in my general view of the war, sort of an unobserved event doesn't mean it's important. And you've but, got- but, but that is the only world event that happens on the 6th of June. Yeah. That's six, six of June. That's, that's no, it. We're I mean, done. within the within the within the grand scheme, that's the only. Ob- Literally, nothing else happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, except I mean, if Pantelleria starts the day before, Corkscrew starts the day before, Pantelleria is, is still being plastered, isn't it, on the sixth? Yep. I mean, uh, and that's that's a, that that Corkscrew is a fascinating operation, isn't it? Because it's just air, yeah, and and naval bombardment. Interestingly, to kind of sort of really ram home just how much they're rejecting the whole kind of um, yeah. the Pope's message <laughs> on the tenth of June, point blank is issued. Well, there we go. Um, which you know we may have talked about a little bit before, but yeah. Um, yeah. you know this is this is Ira Aker's yeah. brainchild. This idea that you hit the you focus with your strategic air forces on the Luftwaffe's um, air, aircraft industry and air force, so that as a point of priority. So that you destroy it. In so you destroy it. So therefore, and then so then you can do what you much want. easier. And you do what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in well, cross channel invasions or whatever. I mean, we got we got to the sixth of June. We did it. I mean, at one point, I thought it was kind of unlikely. That we yeah, were we was, get... it was going quite badly worse than it when we were still on the second <laughs> on, at half time. But it's um, too hard. I mean, on the on the fifth, there is there's this more bombing of uh, uh, Flotter four. Have another go at Kursk. I, I think it is interesting that there's this sort of air effort to kind of mop up post at Citadel, but you know. Well, and on the seventh of June, interestingly, Solomon Islands Japanese aircraft attack Guadalcanal, so they're yeah. taking the attack yeah. back. Yeah. Um, they destroy nine U.S. planes, can absorb that, but, yeah. but they lose twenty-three of their own, which yeah. they can't afford. They can't afford. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, so there you go. That. Oh, that... also on the seventh of June. Yeah. Most of the half million striking miners return to work. Oh, well, there we go. So See, it's only a few days. See, it all resolved. They just need a week off. That was um, all. They were just feeling a bit, it, exactly. a bit tired, a bit sooty. Yeah, yeah. Um, and on the 7th as well, the Comet escape line for POWs is betrayed. Uh, yes. Which isn't good. And on the 8th of June, 880 Greek Jews from Salonika arrive in Auschwitz. I, you know what? I, yep. I, and we took, I mean, very often we talk about one thing, uh, per podcast and to actually do this kind of 
We should do it more often. Mean, meanwhile, whole world. Meanwhile, meanwhile. Is really. We should do this more often. It's actually really good fun. It is good fun. And it's also, but it's also a proper reminder that you, if you're the chiefs of the Imperial yes, General Staff. How much you've got to think about. How much you've got to think about all the time. You know, Greeks from Salonica. Yeah. Coups in Argentina. Yeah. Uh, you, the Pope. Yeah. The Pope. Stuff going on in the Solomon Franco, Islands. Solomon Islands. And this is a quiet time. Yeah. Pantelleria. Yeah. What you're doing in the Med. Uh, it, it, it's actually... VD cases. Exactly. Well, Personal the, hygiene the, going down. morality. Film stars. Uh, Getting shot down. Yeah. Uh, it, it is also, absolutely fascinating. We should do it. All this French manoeuvring as well, yep. which which basically never stops, does it? Okay. They're, well, that's from fighting. time to time. Let's just do it. Let's do this. Cause, 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 Particularly because, since we're going for a kind of whole 1943 vibe. Well, and year. also because uh, uh, um, trying to take it all in in one go and treat it as a as a trying to make the present moment out of the past yeah. is the... Is the you know, with all these things on your plate, you've no. How could you possibly know what's going to happen yeah. next? Yeah. How could you possibly bank on knowing that by this time next year, Overlord will be going ahead? Yeah. Funny enough, one of the things I want to talk about. Um, trying to get my, I've been trying to get my head around, you know, 1943 in the timeline, relative to our time, hmm. right? So if you think of the, you know, the Boris Johnson election, 2019, yeah, right, relative to now, right. Yes. So that's kind of how long ago the outbreak of the war was. Yeah. Because that was December 19. Yeah. So that's kind of, and here we are, summer of 40, 2023. You would have thought it, eh? That, well, yeah. And that feels a long time ago now. Yeah. Right? Then if the start of the start of the COVID lockdown is spring of spring of 2020, so that's Norway up to yep. Falgel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up to the strategic earthquake, up to the start of ba- the Battle of Britain. I really like where you're going with this. Right? And does that feels to me like a long time ago now? Yeah. Yeah, yes and no. Yes, yes and no. It's it, it the effects of it. Yep. I'm still fit we're still feeling like 2021 when I was scoring lots of runs for Chalk Valley. Right? That was a kind of well, winter blitz. So and then you go to Compass, via yep. Compass, High Summers Barbarossa. So when you were scoring those runs, yeah. that's how long ago Barbarossa was. Yeah, that compared does feel like to a long now. time ago. That does feel like a long time ago, right? Then last year, yeah. Bad season for me. Bad season for you. Philippines. Burma, yeah. Malaya, yeah. Singapore, Tobruk, yeah. Gazala Lines. Yeah. It, that's only this time last year. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. And look you, what, how much you've trans, transformed well, in that and, time. And that's I the, honestly think, think, I mean, I think Saul I mean, the David, autumn, you know, Saul the Davis doing, doing Tunis Grad. Right. That's his new book. Yeah, great. He's just so on to something there. Yeah. Because it's such a pivotal time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really hope he he but, but he, Jim, he makes the most of that that coming together. But of the autumn, the so, look, so the autumn, September last year, yeah. right, which is when I went back out on the road and I did my last run up. That's yeah. Stalingrad. Yeah, Stalingrad only. You know, I, I'm trying to come. You know, if yeah. you if you if you've yeah, experienced yeah. if you'd experienced the Gazala lines, yeah. and Tobruk, and Singapore only a year ago, really. Yeah, 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 now, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How could you be certain that your forward motion was definitely going to work? Yeah, yeah. How could you, as the chief imperial general staff, be absolutely certain that what you're going to do is going to pan out? Which makes avalanche all the more daring and all <laughs> the more insane, all the more ridiculous. Because the year before, yeah. you couldn't pull anything off. Yeah, the you know the Brit the Brit- British and and I think. And we talked about this when we when we did the deep, not a deep dive, a, a, a reconnaissance in force. We, we don't say deep dive on this podcast because we, we call it, what do you call it? We call it something else. But when we talked about Operation Strike and we went right down into the, you know, into the planning in the day. Yeah. 
And one of the things we talked about, the mass, I think the massive change on the British side is signals, is signals and communications. Mm. I think, yes, you've got the 17-pounders and the 6-pounders, and I think it's quite interesting because Tuca, Tuca criticises... Eighth Army and and Richie and their ability yep. to pull anything off in forty two and he and he and he and he pins it on the sort of lack of imagination but he also knows the kit's not up to the job by the next by by the ne- by strike there's seventeen pounders they've got everything they could ever possibly need right and he says before strike there's an absolute abundance doesn't he, he uses that, I think he uses that word total abundance we can have whatever we want and all this yeah and so there's one big change but you can have all that stuff. All you like, but if you can't, if the communications aren't working, yeah, and that's the breakthrough. Okay, that's, so that's why, what that's yes, 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 because that's, that's what's why, wrong in 1940. Yeah, and that's why the tanks arrive on time for strike, because everyone's talking to everyone. They've learned that lesson, and the comms are all working. But but if you think, only nine months before, or, or a year ago, if it's only, a, I mean, I, it's this idea that this stuff's only a year ago. Because sometimes yep. when you read a history book, you don't grab the sense of the time passing quite you don't have the sense of the time passing the way it does now for us and i i was last night i was i, I um i woke up I, I, I woke i keep waking up at five o'clock in the morning thinking about stuff and that was the thing I, I just started thinking about this early this morning trying to sort of put the time in the in the in our timeline and think because if this is 80 years ago well what does what does the that year mean between gazala lines and tunisgrad yeah and then, and then this June to next June, which is only a year away, really. You yeah. know, I'm about to start to play. That's three months. I'll be out the other end of September. You know, and that, and that's you're already in. You know, you're in Salerno, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, it's how the time tumbles on. I also okay. I think your thing about signals and comms is really, really important. And I don't know enough about it. And well, we need. To I think find we someone. need to find someone who is a who is who knows about radios and yeah. signals communication on the battlefield. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what it really needs. Yeah. Someone who's an expert on that. Yeah. Okay. And then we need to get them in. Okay. Or read but, them. But, however, if what you're interested in is the time passing and how the time passes and yeah. how 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 is it a present moment? Uh, and this is a this is going to be a leaden plug, I'm afraid. Um, but between the lines, which some of you may know from Thursdays, is now on Sundays, which is our. Week by week in yeah. 1943, the war as it's happening, we're no one knowing what's oh, coming. Oh, and it's just and it's just fascinating. Yeah, it's it's that whole immediacy thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's getting it in the moment. Yeah, they don't know what's going to happen next year. No. This is your point. No, and the, and and the, the 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 result of the Second World War is not preordained. And look and look how much people are are, are trying to second guess what's going to happen in yeah. Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, might be a really yeah. big offensive. Putin might, might pull back. Might not. Might not. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's just no way of knowing. No way and that, knowing. and, and that, that that I mean that's also a really really good point, isn't it? Because you know, that's been going more than a year and and we're not, we're sort of quite a lot the wiser, but we're not we're not much. Areas, yeah. areas not at all. And there is the perfect encapsulation of this podcast. We're not quite the wiser. Um thanks very, <laughs> thanks very much for listening. Um we hope that's uh uh, kept you uh, diverted um, for, I don't know, we've been going about 50 minutes. We'll see you all very soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheerio. Cheerio.